no, no plunder on TV will ever get a job again. <laughs> Hello, welcome back to the 40 Yard Switch, episode 82, and I've lost my train of thought, but anyway, <laughs> Wilbur, how are you? I'm good, so I'm just moving this fan. Yeah, it's a hot one in here in the studio again on another warm day in Melbourne, and the old dusty fans are doing their best to keep us cool, but... Uh, seen better we'll, days, this fan. Yeah, and speaking of things that have seen better days, Wilbur's back has seen better days. <laughs> He is sunburned to the nth degree, which is probably why he's feeling so hot. Crispy. Yeah, he's crispy. Um, um, but yeah, yes. A, a long day in the garden yesterday. Yeah, a long without day. Without sunscreen, so no. I wasn't very smart. You know, you know what they say, slip, slop, slap. Yeah, I only got myself to blame. Um, but yes, uh, a little bit's transpired. Actually, quite a bit's transpired. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's not the only thing that's getting me down this time. Yeah, tell you what. <laughs> and we'll get onto that in just a second. Uh, some big news coming out of the Premier League. But the first thing I want to talk about <laughs> is Arsenal beating Manchester United. God, you did like we we both did predict it, but we just didn't. We predicted United to score one less goal. Yeah, but I think that's a win. That's yeah, a win. yeah. It was it was a crazy game. And oh, I think, insane! Yeah, I Incredible. think. I mean, it was always going to be like a big confidence booster for Arsenal, as we spoke like speaking about last week, if they won. But I think just to do it, you know, in so late in the game I, I don't know just a big belief builder or confidence builder yeah yeah and uh, Ngedia was uh, Ngedia in the room he was uh, he, he was on the end of it two goals uh, performed amazingly um, just he does a lot of like gritty stuff that Jesus does as well like off the ball runs right hard to press he links play quite well he's just filled in so admirably yeah Jesus I think something that he said as well in terms of um you know, people like not rating him. Um, I, th- I think he said something along the lines of like, "I've never really had a solid run of games, so ju- yeah, don't yeah. judge me." Yeah, if, I remember if I haven't he said had it that. in like a podcast. Hey, yeah, and now, yeah, he's had a solid run of games and like has yeah. Yeah, obviously scored some very, very important goals for Arsenal. Yeah, and like we'll hold our hands up. We both said in the off season, a five year, hundred uh, k a week deal for him was a bit ludicrous yeah <laughs> but and like he's still not justifying that yet but right now it's not looking like terrible business because either 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 he's going to play his way into being a very good player for us or he's going to boost his stock enough that we can sell him yeah 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 true true I, th- I think in hindsight it looks like a very smart decision especially like imagine if you didn't have him yeah um yeah it's could be the difference between a premier league title and and not and not yeah um, yeah, Touch knock wood. on wood. <laughs> uh, two other players that are very good uh, that I want to shout out that have obviously obviously been shouted out by everyone else. Saka was immense. Luke Shaw, I think, has been incredible since the since since the post World Cup. But Saka ran rings around him for most of that game. I thought I thought he did pretty well to keep pace with Saka for as long as he did. But Saka just tormented him. Yeah. And Zinchenko was just flat out incredible. Guy was everywhere. I'm not sure if you've seen his like I saw. I think it was match of the day. His touch map. He was literally like across the whole field. Yeah, not right. Not just left back. It was nuts. And he was playing left back. And he was playing left yeah. back. Yeah. yeah. True. 
Um, yeah, he's yeah, obviously, obviously class. Um, I, t- to be honest, I've seen the highlights for this game. Did you did you watch the whole? Yeah, thing? I watched the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 I was yeah. at Max and the. Oh, Gosling's that's house. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was very exciting. Um, but yeah, I think three two from watching the game, three two scoreline flatters United a little bit. They had moments and a couple chances, but as you can probably see from the shots in the possession, we, especially in the second half, dominated for long periods. And especially from about the 70th minute, uh, after it was 2-all, we were just, it was like, we kept it in their half for like what felt like 20 straight minutes. Like they never got out. And yeah. eventually it led to us winning, which is, which is how you want to, like, it shows, it's like a great sign of like, not only can we keep the pressure on, but we can eventually convert it into a winner. Yeah. That's, that's a good sign. Yeah, huge win. I thought um, Lissandro Martinez's goal was uh, was very good. Yeah. I feel like just, you know, indicative of him as a player, just like, mm. I don't know, um, a player as short as him just winning the ball uh, in the box for a header. I mean, it was low to the ground, but... Yeah. Yeah, I, no, I, I, I thought that was very good. I thought United actually played, you know, decently well. From, from what I could see, um, no, they, they yeah. definitely like they, they the chances they got, they definitely did well with them, scoring two goals from four shots or whatever it was. Yeah, like is is, is good conversion rate. I just thought, yeah, like uh, on the balance of play, there was like just large periods where we were just like they just didn't touch the ball. It was just all us. Uh, yeah. But like, like that's, but like to be fair, you're playing us at home when we're full of confidence. That's yeah, like only only team that I would, would add, not. I'm not trying to sound cocky here, but the only team <laughs> at, at this point in the season when we're playing this well that I think would not would struggle to not have us press on them like that would probably be Man City. Yeah, yeah, and like even Newcastle, which is why when you do eventually play them this yeah. season, which is soon, um, yeah, it's gonna be very interesting. Mm. But yeah, Rashford again um, was quiet in the second half, but. That goal in the first half is sensational. Yeah. Sends party for a hot dog and then beautiful finish. Yeah. Yeah, also scored a very good goal against Nottingham Forest. Yeah, I did tell you to watch that one. Yeah, that was, that was really fucking good. Um, yeah, but I, I don't think United would be too... No, I wouldn't. ...too shaken by it. Like, it's a close result against an Arsenal team that have been killing it all season. Yeah. And I think... Yeah, on form are, are the best team in the league at the moment, I reckon, like, and, and results show that. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think yeah. Now United will keep going and as still, evidently they have, they bounce back. What was it? Three days later against Nottingham Forest with a very convincing win. Yeah. Um, just quickly, without Vekost off the mark as well in that game. Oh you know uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was good throughout the whole game as well. Just like the kind of he links up really well. Yeah, he's good at receiving the ball and just like. Just yeah. knocking it off to the it gives to me the big Olivier Giroud vibes. Yeah, yeah. He looked good. Yeah, and it was it was a good finish. Yeah, big time. Read it well. Um, but anyway, moving on to well, moving back to Premier League results from the weekend and the and the uh, the ripple effect from said results. Uh, we did not predict this one correctly last episode, where we said Everton would get a result against West Ham. Uh, they lost two 0 uh, to be fair, I said I thought they'd lose, but not, I didn't want to predict yeah, yeah, against yeah. them. Well, I got I'll it just wrong. make that clarification. I got it wrong. My, my justification for why they would win didn't seem to show. They didn't really show the fight that I thought they would show. But anyway, that has subsequently led to Frank Lampard being sacked. Your initial thoughts on that before we move on to discuss other things? I don't love it, to be honest. There's no, there's no clear replacement, um, but I think the writing was on the wall a little bit, and if... Yeah, 
the position that we're currently in in the table is is not good enough, um, and that's just what happens in the Premier League. Yep. When, when you when you're when you're not performing well, because yeah, I mean the stakes are so high. If if they go down, it's especially yeah, with the it's, new stadium, it's, yeah. it's catastrophic. Yeah. So they have to try something. I yeah. think. And it didn't seem to be getting better. I think bar the um, Man City game, the performances and results have been terrible since before the World Cup. Yeah. And I do think this is a squad that shouldn't be close to the relegation zone, in mm. my personal... Like, I don't think they like should be like pushing you know top six, top seven, top eight. But like, there's a lot of good players in that team. Yeah. And I think they should be middle of the table-ish. What, what are your thoughts on the sacking of... I do think it was becoming a little bit untenable just because like you said it was the performances and the results and you need to show something and initially I was like ah oh, fuck here we go again like you know but I don't know with the potential people that they're going to get in or rumoured to be getting in uh, one of them I reckon I reckon could really turn the squad around the other one would be like they might scrape relegation yeah. Um, so which leads me on to, but I, 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 I think it was kind of like you kind of had to make a call. Yeah. Because like if you like the, the longer you leave it, the less time you give for a new manager to steady the shit. Yeah. Yeah. I do like Frank. I just think he probably needs to spend some time. Maybe maybe not in the Premier League. Maybe crafting in the Championship or either go up to the Scottish League or just. Yeah, that that was my next question. What what yeah? What do you think is reasonably next for Frank Lampard? Some something away from the media scrutiny and the rigors of the Premier League. Yeah, I think whether I that's agree. a Championship team, whether that's a Scottish League team, whether that's even like a I don't know another team a team in Europe. Yeah, I think maybe like yeah Spain or something. I mean, it hasn't really gone that well for English managers over there, but yeah, there's but less something. there's less pressure, I reckon. Or even going back and being an assistant because he was never an assistant anywhere for ages like he, mm. he did coaching and went straight into the derby job the derby job yeah he i think he should maybe try and be an assistant under a very good coach because that's a good way to learn yeah but anyway um managers that are potentially lined up for everton sean dyche and marcelo bielsa are the two front runners apparently everton have interviewed them both i think is what i've heard right okay um your thoughts on those I don't like either of them you don't like Bielsa <laughs> no no I, I just think it's very risky like given that you want to you've sacked Lampard to try and steady the ship and, and make sure you stay up I think getting Bielsa in it's high risk I mean high he reward. pushed Leeds into uh, he brought them up to be fair but like he just the way that he was so adamant that he wouldn't play another like play a different style yeah and push Leeds into the position that they almost got relegated in last season um I just think it's risky if, if it, I mean obviously his teams play good and Everton do need to play on the front foot a little bit more but at the same time it's high risk high reward I yeah feel like because the high reward is you could take like with a squad quality like that you could take you up to mid table and like really build something but the like that's the high reward but like high risk is yeah you could just become a super leaky team that yeah. stays roughly where you are. Yeah. It just, like, I don't, yeah, I don't hate it, but it just seems very risky to me. Yeah. And then Sean Dyche? I mean, I don't hate Sean Dyche. It'd be interesting, and it would be a very interesting, I think, just from a 
you know, just being a Premier League fan generally to see what he could do if he had warm backing. Yeah. Like whether he would play differently or try something different. But yeah. I I think that's maybe the thing about Sean Dyche is that we know that he can shut up shop and get a get a gritty result, yeah. which is probably what we need. But then he might have another level to go to, but yeah. might not. I'm inclined to think... Whereas Bielsa, we know that he doesn't... He's not going to shut up shop yeah. and get a gritty result. So. I'm inclined to think that Sean Dyche is the better move. Mm. I think Bielsa, if like, there's, a, there's a chance that you guys could all of a sudden start playing that super high-intensity, high-work-rate football. But I also think Bielsa's the type of manager you get in the off-season, not that you get middle-season, so he can instill his project into everyone with yeah. a bit of time. Sean Dyson, on the other hand, I think he's already got a couple of players there that I reckon he's probably f- familiar with, whether, whether it's Tarkovsky who's paid for him or Cody, he probably just knows from around the way. Yeah. Um, and uh, other English players in the system, you know, Anthony Gordon's, Dominic Calvert-Lewin's, you know, straight away. Um, also, I think Dominic Calvert-Lewin's also from the north, so, you know. He's um, from... Sheffield, Sheffield yeah, yeah. He's from Sheffield. Uh, and also, yeah, like you said, Sean Dyche, can, Sean Dyche knows how to shut up shop, knows how to solidify a defence. But I also do think, with the type of backing that Everton and Moshiri typically give their managers, which is something you've credited with off-air, uh, he could do something. I think he's got a little bit more tactically in the locker than he was able to show at Burnley, because he was, he's, he's, his average off-season spend at Burnley was like £20 million, Yeah. Or less, usually. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I I agree on that. It'd be in, it'd just be very interesting to see. Yeah, I don't know whether he has that. I think also the the like, whether it's for the football or you know the culture or even just the memes. I think Sean Dyche is a figure the Premier League needs. Yeah, yeah, I do like Sean Dyche too. Yeah, yeah, and I think the fans will like Sean Dyche, and you know that kind of just like tough style of play is something that the Everton fans would probably appreciate yeah. as well. I think another thing is that we need some signings. I would. I think we need a new left back. Mikelenko. I, I, re- I really don't think he's up to it. Really, he was looking really good for a while though. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's up to it. I reckon he's quite soft defensively and doesn't offer that much going forward. Ah, because there was a point towards the end of last season where I thought he was really starting to come into. Yeah, me too. But I think he's been not very good this season. Yeah. Okay. Um, Patterson's injured at the moment. That's but, right. I know. Yeah. Right back, I'm less worried about because Patterson will come back eventually. But I think that and a striker. Malpay has not worked out. And, and we Dom. need... Dom is gonna, probably going to keep getting injured, so I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, those are two um, reinforcements you need to make. I think Anthony Gordon... Anyway, we'll get on to Anthony yeah. Gordon later. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I agree. Everton definitely do need a bit of help. At least one attacking or defensive signing in in this window. I would probably lean more towards attacking. Because um, I, th- I just think they're a little light. Dwight McNeil hasn't really brought the house down as a signing. Mm. Mope hasn't worked, as you said. Dom constantly battling fitness. Gray is good. I think Gray is. is Gray's good. been amazing. Gray is great. Gray's been and it will be a bit of revelation this season as well. Um, inconsistent, like okay, yeah, he yeah. was initially a revelation. Yeah, he was he's, good last season. He's been all right this season. Um, it was, he was good to start this season. There was a yeah. thing where he was like tired most assists in the Premier League for the first 10 games and all that. Wasn't yeah. The, the, the squad's there. The squad's yeah. there. Like, they just need to... I mean, I don't know what needs to happen. It needs I don't a, think ever, most Everton fans need to know what's happening and that's why they're saying sack the board. Yeah. But like, the it's a very really general 
statement. I don't yeah, know. it's a lot, of, a lot of people who don't know how to run a football club saying, giving suggestions about how to run a football club. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I think one or two signing just to sort of lift the account, just to like, you know, have be a bit of a spark, you yeah. know, a, a, a notable talent. Like a Dan Jim would have been great. But alas, as we'll get on to later, that's looking like it's not going to happen. And then, yeah, I think I think out of the two, Sean Dyche is the one that gives you the best chance of survival because right now it's survival and it's just staying in the it's staying in the league until the stadium's done. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, because you can't be playing in that stadium in the, in the championship. Yeah, it would be, um, it would be embarrassing. Yeah, it would be, <laughs> it would be embarrassing. Yeah, so, wait, so we'll, we'll get into Dan Jumer and... Yeah, yeah, yeah well, like, actually, okay, I think yeah. that's what we're moving on to. But, oh, actually, no, one more, one more thing about Everton. There's been conflicting reports in the last week, uh, last few days, in fact, that Everton may or may not be up for sale. The Guardian wrote an article saying Everton up for sale with Fahad Mashiri looking for minimum $500 million for the club. But then other less reputable papers like the Daily Mail and the Daily Star saying that despite reports, Everton's not up for sale. So believe what you will... Yeah. Um, I think it would be a weird time to sell the club. Yeah. Like when it's at when the when it, when its stock is at some of the lowest it's been. Yeah, it would be it would be silly. Yeah. I just, I just think Fahad Mashiri seems quite committed to the club, and yeah. like he he does make efforts to engage with supporter groups. He's invested so much money in the club. And also, why would you sell the club halfway through a stadium that you sanctioned? Yeah. And paid for. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think I don't I don't know what Guardian journalist wrote that up, but yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, let's move on to some transfer. I th- just on the board protest, yeah. I I th- I just think misguided. Yeah, I think they're misguided. I think at the end of the day, Lampard has had full backing from the board, mm-hmm. and every manager has had full backing from the board, and they've cocked it up. And I think just because the fans really like Lampard. This time, the, the, the board... I mean, they've been going on for a long time, sack the board, um, protests. But, um, yeah, I just think they're particularly pronounced this time because they mm. didn't want to see Lampard go. I also think... One thing I would say, maybe not the board, but it could be revamped. Your scouting network could be... Or your people who do with your transfers could be a little bit... The personnel could be changed. Because if you've hit on some, yeah. you also missed on a lot of others. Yeah. But exactly, it doesn't mean that we need to sack the board. It just no, means no. we need to make some improvements. Personal, yeah. Personnel yeah. changes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, we've got a guy who is clearly very committed to the club. Yeah. Is building a new stadium. Has been... I mean, it's been well documented how much money you spend in the in mm. the, in the the transfer market. I don't see what... I don't see the issue. <laughs> I guess we'll wait and see. We've got a week... We've got a weekend of Premier League action this week that I'm pretty sure Everton is not playing in. They're just a bunch of... Grumpy, <laughs> grumpy scousers, <laughs> sack the board, get them all out. No, no, no. there's some good ones. Anyway, uh, what are we on to? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, transfers. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, speaking of players uh, at Everton and linked with Everton, we'll start with linked with Everton. Uh, Arno Dan Juma looked like he was a done deal. Had a medical at Everton and everything, and then at the eleventh hour, Tottenham swooped in and was like, "Hey." We'll give but, you the same thing. <laughs> but we but we're also in the top half of the table and yeah. he was like You son of a bitch, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> um I mean that sucks. But that is I'm not mad I'm not mad about that at all. No, you're not? No. I don't think I don't I I, I don't don't rate him that highly as a player. And also I think on his level, if he's gonna be getting the same package, surely you wanna be playing. He's not I don't think he'll 
Yeah, no. The competition for places at Tottenham is that much much higher. Yeah, I just think. Also, it's a six month. It's a six it. month loan. If it was like a, if it was a long term deal, I'd be a little bit more cut about it if I was an Everton fan. But it's like a six month loan. It's like yeah, yeah. I'm not that worried. I'm, that position, I don't think we need to strengthen in that much. I think it's a miss because he's better than. Uh, he's as good as, if not better than McNeil. most of. Yeah, yeah, he's better than McNeil. I'd say he's as good as, if not better than Gordon. And yeah, well, he's close to Gray, just from yeah. what I've seen in the Champions League and the Europa League. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, time will tell. He probably, 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 probably be a star bench player for Tottenham. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I mean, j- just the way that it happened is is a bit. I mean, not great for Everton with everything that's going on at the moment. Yeah. Like image wise but I'm not too mad about it okay <laughs> uh, staying with Everton uh, a player we mentioned just before Anthony Gordon is being linked with a move away to Newcastle now in the summer he was backed by to the hill by Frank and touted as one of the players that is up there with the very best English young English talents since then hasn't really shown anything close to that uh, and his value I, I would say has probably dropped off significantly yeah. Um, I don't think he'd be a big... Like, uh, the only reason he would be a miss at Everton is because you ha- don't have much wing depth at all. But in terms of... Uh, like, if you can get 30, 40 million from him, that's, that, that's cash money in the bank, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I reckon, yeah, we'd be wanting around 60 for him. 60 still? Yeah, I think so. I just think because the suitor is Newcastle, who we know has a lot of money. Yeah, I, I, think, I think you'd have a hard time getting more than 50 for him I just think because he's English as well and he hasn't played that well this season but you know he is well regarded he's well regarded but I don't know just like with how with how Everton's form has gone how his form has gone also some of like it seems to be not like it seems to not carry himself in the most professional way at times mm, yeah yeah there's, there's, there's like a couple of little I wouldn't say red but like orange flags yeah. if I'm a team that's looking to buy him I think you can get 50 million from him in excess of that it would have to be like a bidding war between two clubs to drive the price up that high, I reckon. Yeah. I think the other thing that I just saw briefly just before is that um, Sam Maximum was linked with AC Milan. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. yeah. So, it was also I mean, linked if, with Forrest. I was like, why the hell would he go to Forrest? <laughs> yeah. I don't know really why he'd go to AC Milan. As well. Obviously, it's a very... I also don't know why the, the it's not working for him at Newcastle. Amazing. Like, he's a fantastic player. And yeah. Eddie has a great... I don't Maybe it's like his injuries. I don't know, but... Mm. It does seem weird. But yeah, I think that if... Maybe if that happens, then yeah. the price for Gordon could go up a little bit. Because he killed it when they when they drew against Man City earlier this season when they drew 3 all. He was one mm. of the star players in that game. Yeah. So surely Eddie Howe wants to get the mess... Anyway, I don't think he should leave. No. But I'm sure he would light up light it up at AC Milan. Oh, and, yeah. And be playing him on one Champions wing, League. Him on, yeah, him on one wing and Rafael Leao on the other. Forget about it. Yeah. Um, but... Anthony Gordon, yeah, like I'm sure Eddie Howe would 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 do well with him. He's a talented player, um, yeah. but he's, he's an interesting player because I think we know that he can be good. Yeah, but he hasn't been good this season for whatever reason. But the bowl- whole of the team hasn't been hasn't good. been very good. Yeah, I think that is something to take into account. I do think also Anthony Gordon needs to do a little bit more gym work. He's still gets knocked off the ball a little bit too easily for me. Mm. And it's something that's been like a thing for like a season and a half now. It's like, you got to work on that. Saka yeah. was a twig when he came into the league and now look at him. He's a ripped young man. Yeah. Hard to bump off the ball. We love Saka. We love Saka. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, uh, I think the other thing of Gordon is, yeah, he's you watch his highlight reel, it's a bit jammy as well, you know? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, yeah, anyway. Anyway. We'll see what happens. Uh, next, we've got a very random one out of left field. Um, <laughs> Nicolo Zaniolo, a prominent winger slash attacking midfielder for Roma. I'd heard the name before, but never really watched him play. But like, you know, you'd think a top player for a team like Roma would be looking, you know, rumoured to move to you know, top half Premier League team or an, an adjacent team in another European league linked with Bournemouth. Bournemouth. 35 million apparently. I'm like... Seems like a steal. That, 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 that's just got to be... At the end, that has to just be the Premier League pool because I know Bournemouth can't afford to pay their players more than the Roma pays their players. So that has to literally just be the pool of the Premier League. Yeah. That's wild to me that Bournemouth could get a player like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it seems interesting. I think... I don't know. Just when I see... I think someone pointed it out when Moyes Keane left Juventus for around the same price to Everton. I think it might have been even Jose Mourinho on interview or something. It's like... like There's no way a club like Juventus, who, you know, obviously has all the know-how, would be letting a good player, like a good player, go for around that price tag. Yeah. A good sort of young player as well. So I yeah. just feel like, yeah, I don't know. Just that price tag just... I mean, I know nothing about the player, but... Um, skeptical. If they... Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm skeptical. And it is Jose Mourinho that now is the manager of Roma, coincidentally. Yeah. That's letting him go, so... Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That is a coincidence. But yeah, and, and also, you know, Bournemouth are getting him, not the high-level Premier League club. Exactly. Anyway. But, you know, that'd no, be I'll cool. Just shut that guy down. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck him, bro. He sucks. <laughs> Watch, also, him, watch, got, watch, watch him light it up. They've got two good wingers. Like, they've got a, a, a Jaden Anthony and some new guy, I think, like, Matata or Mututu or something like that that they just signed, yeah. who played good in their recent... I saw the hearts of their recent game against Nottingham Forest. They're both good in that in that game. Um, yeah, wait. Do you have the lineup in this one? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Utara, that's the one. Utara and Jaden Anthony are two very good players on either wing. So maybe Zaniolo plays in the middle. I don't know. But interesting, anyway. Mm. Uh, it's probably the first and only time, well, not only, but first time in the history of the game that a player has gone from Roma to Bournemouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird one. So that's quite a sea change, too. A Rome to uh, the south coast the of south England. Coast of England. <laughs> Uh, and lastly, to round out, wait, have you, before I do my final one, have you got any room, more rumours you want to... I'll just, any, I'll any, just, I'll any just have a quick look through. A little, little up. Will these whispers? Um, but uh, yeah, the last one I want to talk about before we do a little Will these whispers is um, uh, Jakob Kivior to Arsenal uh, from Spezia in the city. Um, apparently, he's a very talented young Polish centre-back. He's 21, 22. Uh, played for the Poland in the World Cup. Uh, so yeah, fits fits the sort of age profile for the project that Arsenal likes to do. Uh, one for the future, I'd assume. But maybe it means we're getting rid of Rob Holding or someone. I don't know. Maybe it's because Ben now that Ben White's playing it right back. I don't know. Anyway, I like it. What's what's his name again? Sorry, Jacob Kivior. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. everyone in Arsenal Reddit's just calling him the Kiwi. <laughs> I think yeah, obviously unknown player, but you know if if recent sort of. Arsenal transfer history is anything to go by mm. those have kind of been pretty good yeah I mean he's 3 million less than we actually got, yeah, some of them have been good he's 3 million less than we got Gabriel for from Leon. so 
Yeah. Lil, sorry. But anyway. Because the other recent un- unknown ones have been... Fabio Vieira has been okay. Yeah. Marquinhos. Is he playing? He's, he's played here and there, but he's 19, so he's, he hasn't played he's here. Young, but yeah. he, 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 his debut start in the Europa League was really good. Yeah. He hasn't really had much game time. Tommy Yasu is a big standout one. Huge standout, yeah. And Gabriel was a bit oh, of a yeah. unknown, yeah. to be fair. True. So, yeah. Anyway, we'll yeah. see. I don't yeah. have that many whispers. No whispers. Um, but the other one that I have seen is Pedro Porro. To, to Spurs, Tottenham, yeah. yeah. Which I, I think is close to being... Yeah, Spurs love I. rating sporting for players. I'm surprised he's not going to... Um, Pedro Porro. Oh, Wolves, yeah. He is. <laughs> he is. We've just Googled him. He's a defender. <laughs> he's a defender. I mean, they need defenders yeah. badly. Like we said in the last episode when we were talking about Spurs' uh, difficult time, uh, they need... Fullbacks on either side and centre backs, so I'm all for. If I'm a Spurs fan, I'm all for it. Yeah. Interesting that <laughs> when you Google him, right back or right winger. So Emerson Royal, your days are numbered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think they've been numbered for a while, to be honest. Um, all right. Well, that's that's transfers. And the final thing we're gonna roll, we're gonna do before we round out the episode is two. We were gonna do two. We were going to preview this again or we'll do that next week? No, I reckon next week. Okay. Yeah. So we'll yeah, preview because it's not this week. Yeah. 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 There's, some, there's some Premier League games, big ones next weekend that we'll preview next episode. Yeah, sorry, as, the, as you were. <laughs> the one game that we're going to preview, which is happening 7 a.m. tomorrow, this episode is going out on Friday evening. So anyone who's lucky enough to listen to it tonight, <laughs> uh, you'll be able to see our predictions. But uh, the first meeting of three possible meetings this season, or potentially more if we face each other in the... Uh... Oh, no, we won't face them in anything else because I don't think Arsenal's in the EFL Cup. Anyway. Neither are Man City. Oh, there you go. The first of three potential meetings between us. Arsenal versus Manchester City. Uh, I... Oh, I don't know. Where, where is this game? <laughs> I should have done my research. Um, I'm doing it on the fly. Doing it on the fly. It's at the Eddie head. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, okay, so yes. Uh, I, I would expect both teams to play s- a slightly rotated squads. Not completely, but like you're thinking maybe Matt Turner in goal and the other guy that City have in goal. What's his name? The American um, guy? Nah, they got rid of Zach Steffen. They got someone else like Sergi someone. Not Scott Carson. Or, no, no, Ortega. Steffen Ortega. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um... And I'd expect probably like Tommy Asu to start at right back because I think Ben White went off injured against United or at least he came off at half time. I expect Rob Holding to probably play. Tierney maybe, but also maybe... Oh no, he probably would because Zinchenko is fragile so he'd probably give him a rest. You reckon it'll be that rotated? Um, I don't know. It's, it is a weird one because it's the FA Cup and they yeah. should really be focusing on... I think Rob Holding will play. I don't know about Tini, and I think Tommy Asu will play whether it's for rotate because like Tommy Asu and Ben White are so interchangeable. They're both so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, midfield, I don't know. Uh, Kenya will have to play because we don't have anyone else. Um, I hope Trossard starts, and I hope Smith Rowe gets decent minutes. True. But I Shaka and Party probably have to play. Mm. It'd be good to see Trossard playing. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd be keen to see that. Uh, and with City, like, like they like for the game against Wolves, they 
or whoever it was, they dropped like six of their starters. So like they could, who knows who they could play. Yeah. I think it's always a guessing game with Man City who's going to line up. Um, But how do you see it? (laughs) Uh, it, it The way this game goes will be different to how the two games of the Premier League go. Yeah. Is what my prediction will be. Yeah. Um, And that being said, it's hard to predict. I think it'll be close though. I, I, I think both managers... On one hand, don't care, won't, don't really give this competition their all, considering where, like, the motivations for City are with the Champions League and the motivations for Arsenal are with the league uh, and the Europa League. Um, mm. But it's also like you know, student versus master, you know, it's first versus second in the Premier League versus each other. Peter Drew is he gonna have a field day? <laughs> yeah, the, the narratives are running wild. Uh, so I think it'll be close. Um, for some reason, I've got City winning that. Okay. Just because I think they have, they have, they, both teams will rotate a bit, and City have more depth. Mm. And if if Rob Holding plays, I don't think Rob Holding's terrible. He's a drop off from Gabriel and Saliba. If Rob Holding plays, if Kieran Tini, and as much as I like Tini, he's a drop off from Zinchenko. It's become apparent this season. Um, and then yeah, like like those are enough. Any and Matt Turner and goal is enough to if City, you know. So you can get away with playing Stefan Ortega and who, uh, whoever they play it. Like, they, they can literally... Like, they played Ake, Akanji, Stones, and... Um, fuck, who else? And Cancelo? Some, no, no they, they dropped Cancelo. They played uh, someone else at left back. But anyway, so they could... Uh, and they could literally... Next game... And they dropped Walker. So they could play Walker, Cancelo... DS Laporte and they would be rotating their entire back four mm. like they could do that yeah it's a nice rotation yeah <laughs> yeah I feel like I don't know when I first thought about it I thought like one all but obviously one team's going to win in the end um, is it is, is FA Cup at this point in time is it is it replay or is it extra time penalties Cause I think it's extra time because it was replay in the third round because Liverpool had to play Wolves twice but I don't know if the fourth round is now extra time penalties Mm. Well, I'll predict nil all, one all in the ninety. Okay. <laughs> um, and if it goes beyond that, I yeah, I, I probably think you're right. I think Man City with the depth will will win. Yeah, I'm especially. Gonna... But the only reason I'm not picking Arsenal to win is because it's not in the Premier League. Yeah, I'm picking City to win two one. I think it'll be close, but they'll just have a few more legs to bring on in the second half, and they'll probably like grab like a. Or like they might even start Haaland and he'll just grab a grab a couple goals. It was, I'm also interested to see. This is hopefully if 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 Haaland starts, how Arsenal and Arteta goes about nullifying him. Yeah, because he scored it at will against literally almost everyone he's played against this season. So interesting. But yeah, I think I think just because it's apart like, from Everton, yeah, apart from Everton, <laughs> no, he did score against Everton in the one all. Yeah, he scored the only goal they scored. Oh uh, yeah. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think United's the only team he hasn't scored against. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, no, it will be interesting to see how, how they. Yeah, so them. I think yeah, it'll they'll just they'll just pip us. They'll just they'll they'll have a few more few more fresher, few better players who haven't played and are a bit fresher. Um, even though it's a week off, it's not like it's a midweek game, but still. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they've just got strength in numbers. They've just got so many players that they can call upon. Mm. 
I'm pretty it's sure gonna, like it's gonna be very interesting. Very hard one to yeah. Really, but yeah, like, I'm, yeah, and like I also like I do think we'll play well because like we seem to play well most games at the point at the moment. But I just I think our drop off in quality. I I don't think Trossard's bad. I don't think Quarantini's bad. I don't think Rob Holding's bad. I don't think Smith Rowe's bad. But if you look at like comparatively who they would play, like they would play uh, Julian Alvarez. They would play. Bernardo Silva, they would play um, Calvin Phillips, they would play uh, Jack Grealish or Phil yeah. Foden. Phil you know? Foden, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's levels, you know. Mm. Yeah, they definitely got a much better squad depth, but... So I'm going to go 2-1 in, in full time. In 90 in, minutes. In 90 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Cool. But I won't, be that, I won't be that unhappy about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I'm yeah. okay with it. Well, I've made my prediction. Yeah, one all in, in 90. Yeah. And then, I don't know, City will win 2-1 in extra time. Okay, cool. 3-1, 3-1. 3-1. Run away. For the run, sake of difference. Run away with it. All right. Well, the sake of difference is... Oh, yeah, we both picked City to win. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, yeah, that's that's us for another week. Um, it should be a good one next week because we, we've got we got some uh, little mid-season... Fun things. Fun things. Uh, and obviously a big... Uh, into house rivalry game next weekend uh, but yeah that's all for now uh, if you've liked what you've heard so far uh, give us a like and a follow on Spotify rate us five stars while you're at it why not uh, and of course uh, if you want to keep up to date with when we post our episodes because it is a bit infrequent follow us on, on the Instagram 40yardswitch.pod because we will post a, a story when we post an episode that's all for now enjoy your weekends and goodbye